Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. All right, it's time for another very special edition of First and Pod. You know us, Danny Parkins, Andrew Filipponi. Thank you. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. In the slow period of the NFL offseason, uh, until training camp, we are going to just be bringing our friends on. Last week, our first ever guest was Nick Wright, who was a senior when the three of us were in college. I was a sophomore. Nick was a senior. Pony was a junior. And... Another junior was our next guest, Mike Meltzer, who joins us now. He did, what, 10 years of morning drive in Houston, Mike? Is that right? I think it was uh, three years of morning drive, but like seven to eight of a full-time midday or drive-time show. Yes. And now Mad Dog Radio. Indeed. Yeah. Matt, Mad Dog Radio used to work at ESPN Radio. He's he's worked everywhere, but uh, one of our old friends uh, from college based out of Houston. In the pandemic, we all just did nothing with ourselves, and he decided <laughs> to pass the bar in an extra state. He is a lawyer in Texas and California, so he's a very smart man. Thanks for coming on, Mike. I, I appreciate it. I feel like I have, I have big shoes to fill. Or a big act to follow. So I yeah, that's promise- the better way of putting it. There's usually no <laughs> shoes to fill because this is only the second time we've had a third person on the show, Mike. <laughs> yeah, this is like me following someone who made a great speech, and now I have to somehow top that, which is likely not going to happen. Well, it might because we just stole Nick's idea, and we're doing another draft today. <laughs> yes. So I hope you're but, up for it. Do you guys know? Like we thought. Between us, we thought it was a little lazy at the time, but when Nick was like leaving Houston when he was going to Fox Sports, the last like two to three weeks of his morning show at my old radio station, he and John Lopez would just do drafts like every day or every other day for like those last three weeks. And actually the ratings, I think, went up during that period. So that that's something that he's had in his back pocket for a while. Okay, that's hilarious. I think the ratings were going up because people were so excited to see him leave Houston. Because he was not <laughs> terribly popular or successful there based on the ratings. But also, Mike, he told us last week that him and Wilds, Kevin Wilds, his co-host on First Things First, in the moments leading up to the show every day, just do drafts. Just to, like, break the ice and get into a rhythm conversationally. But, but like Mike, they're not sports drafts. Yeah, I know. One of the drafts yes. was greatest inventions of all time. And they just went five minutes on things like the wheel and electricity yes i, I don't think i'm smart enough I, I would have to like prepare and do some research and do i that kind of draft. totally disagree with that i think you are smarter than all of us i don't know so about maybe that. you would have paralysis by analysis in these situations but I, I, i'm a big ranking guy like when somebody if i'm on a date or whatever and someone's like oh what are your favorite movies what are the top five i'm like damn it i gotta really think about this because this that, that answer is important to me you're going like, on dates where the girl is asking you your top five <laughs> 
movies. I'm just giving an example. It's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> is she Chris Russo with long hair? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, you should work on ESPN television in the summer. I know. <laughs> Top five duos. He should. His, the girl he's on a date with should work at ESPN. <laughs> if that's their date fodder it's unbelievable <laughs> all right mike what are your top five movies go oh god uh goodwill hunting all the president's men godfather 2 see and now i gotta think about it like i'm i'm, I'm not good at this you're stuff. off to a pretty good start i mean I, yeah, off to a decent start, naturally like, i gotta think about it because the rankings are important to me it's like you asked me like rank the top you know five quarterbacks of all time i can't just give you nonsense well, i gotta really three good ones i mean if you want to leave it there i'm okay with that I'll leave yeah, it there for now. That's a pretty good top three. Yeah. All right, so the draft today, Pony, do, do you agree with my amendments to total touchdowns to include if rushing? Mike is okay with that. Mike? Oh, I'm good with it. I kind of assumed that Danny had rushing touchdowns mixed into this. Okay, so to, so so we are going to do quarterbacks. Um, you want to just do we'll all get 10 picks? Yeah, I like that idea. Yes. Okay. Uh, cause obviously some teams are going to be splitting time and injuries and all that. 2023 total touchdowns from quarterbacks, 2023 total touchdowns from quarterbacks. Um, pony, do you want the wraparound or do you want to go second again? Obviously we'll let Mike, our guest go first. I'll go third this time. You'll go third this time. Um, what's at stake? What do we want to put on the line here? What are we wagering on? Right. Excellent question. Mike, our stakes last time were. Who next time we got together, uh, whoever won, I felt had, left out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Had 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 the airfare and yes. accommodations paid for, split by the other two. So, what should it be this time? I feel like it has to be something sort of related. It's got to be something involving a group activity. But I can't think of what what it would be. What are you dinners? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, right, cheap. That. That's cheaper. None of us have the TV money. So the next time the group of us get together, the winner gets comped. The, the dinner's comped by the other two. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And we're going to a solid place, a good place. We're not going to some lousy place. By the way, went out for a 40th birthday with my brother-in-law at a very nice place here in Pittsburgh last weekend. Steak got sent back one, two, three times. No. Yes. By who? Him? Yeah, but it was not – the waitress came out, ribeye went down. She said, cut into it to see if it's the right temperature. It was overcooked, badly overcooked, sent back. Steak 2 came out, basically rare, where it looked <laughs> like it hadn't been cooked at all. He wanted medium rare, sent back again, came back more like medium. But at that point, he's like, screw it. Yeah. True story. You know what? Did the the waitress agree with the sendbacks? Oh, yes. They did every time. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. See, that's not not terrible because the way – Half taken off, but my thing is you can't go back there. You can't get it wrong three times. (laughs) When you initially said it, I'm like – you're telling me you sent a steak, a steak, anybody sent a steak, a steak back twice. I'm, I'm worried about what the kitchen's going to do. But to be, to be fair to your brother-in-law, Pony, the way that it was outlined that they first, like, they proactively asked, hey, cut yes, into this. Yes, he did this. not say, come over here and look at this. I'm outraged. They wanted <laughs> yeah. to see. I would have been so uncomfortable. I hate that shit. Like, 
So do I, but guess what? I was sitting right next to him. It was a hundred, like he was not being difficult. Like, right. They were asking for the, they were asking for it. They, yeah, and it was, it was a nice expensive place dinner. So at that point, right. it's like, if I'm spending this amount of food, like I want it to be cooked to the right temperature. That's right. That's right. Man, wow. I would have been uncomfortable though. All right. 30 quarterbacks, Meltzer, then me, then Pony. By the way, I did way too much prep work for this. Like I ignored my very pregnant wife for the last hour. Now I'm worried. To make sure that I would win this. Oh, wow. I did zero prep. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I had 32 names in front of me because a few of these teams have very questionable situations. Sure. Very yeah. questionable. Okay. Um, and And just to be clear – we're not going aggregate total touchdowns, right? We are looking for the touchdown. Like a singular player is the winner. No, no, it's, it's Adam up. Whoever has the most total touchdowns wins. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Love that. Okay. Most okay. total touchdowns between. So, the Cause that, that does change things. Like you want, you want high floor guys. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So passing plus rushing touchdowns. Passing plus rushing Aggregate total score. Can I just ask one more stupid question? Because I know Meltzer's stalling right now and doesn't know what he wants. I'm, to I'm ready. I'm ready. I've got, I've got the first pick. I'm if ready. There's a Zach Wilson situation where a guy catches a touchdown. Are we gonna Are we gonna count that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Total touchdowns. Because he caught touchdowns. a touchdown pass against the Steelers. Then the grit, the gritty last year, Mike. Oh, I remember that was that was that was his shining moment. The comeback. Down Correct. two scores in the fourth quarter. He was great. Yeah. It was a good day. Okay. All right, Mike. Let's hear it. First pick. All right. I mean, you typically want it with a first pick, especially since I'm a guest on your podcast. Do something inventive. But I feel like there's no other place to go here other than even with limited rushing upside. I got to go with Mahomes. I feel like the yep. floor is going to be relatively high, give or take around, you know, high 30s, low 40s. I like having, you know, in their situation – I like Sky. I like Sky more in year two. I possibly like Kadarius Tony. I know Nick's high on him. I'm just going to do the easy thing and go with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, there's 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 no other pick uh, in this spot. I am going to take the guy who was second in the league in touchdowns last year, who I know that Pony would have taken. I also like the the strategy of like picking against uh, the people that are here. And Nick was at us. Not really a disadvantage because he listened to every episode, but <laughs> I know Pony's NFL takes. He knows mine. So, yeah. Mike, you have like a little bit of a – No, uh, Mike's a Mike's a first and pod listener. He knows – I'm a big listener, yes. Yeah. yeah, all right. All right. Well, I, I, I will take Joe Burrow. Okay. I will, ta- I will take Joe Burrow. I don't think if, there needs to be much analysis. If you knew that I was not next, would that still have been your pick? Like, yeah, but I think it's yeah. a little bit – I think it's a little closer. All right. Well then, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Josh Allen. Oh, I didn't think you were going to take him. And the reason why I'm I'm higher on Josh Allen for the purpose of this draft is, I think that the I think the rushing touchdown thing is very much in play with him. You know, it doesn't look like they're going to get Dalvin Cook. I'm still not really sure what they're going to do at running back. You know, they keep talking every year about how they're going to scale back his rushing attempts. I think when it's close, they lean on him in those situations. I could see him just like Hertz did last year, having double-digit rushing touchdowns to go with twenty-five to thirty touchdowns. So I'm going to take him here. You were just and, you were just so anti the Bills in the in the Super Bowl 
show. Yes. Week. Yeah, I I okay. I get that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins throws thirty touchdowns every year, and we think he sucks. So this is not always the true measure of what we think a team will do. But I'm gonna just play percentages. The guy's a, you know, you set your watch by him having thirty touchdowns every year. Yep. So I'm gonna take Allen. And then the next one's a little bit harder for me. My my logic here is I'm afraid of Jackson not making it through a full season. I don't think Hurts will match his rushing touchdowns from last year, obviously, but I think his passing touchdowns will probably go up. So I'm going to stay away from both those guys and just do another smart. He's going to have at least 28 to 32 passing touchdowns, and maybe he'll run a few more in and take Herbert because he always does that rookie. That year, is a, that's a great pick, right? I mean, now he's got Johnston there too. Who knows? Well, and he has a better offensive coordinator than he had. And Eckler vultured a ton of touchdowns last year as a rusher, which is not common for him. That's not a every year thing that I think was an anomaly but from the, him getting the ball so much inside the 10 last year and scoring. I think those touchdowns could go to Herbert this year. I mean, he had 25 touchdowns last year. You feel like that number has to get higher. The opposite is fewer than his rookie year. Yeah, and Kellen Moore, I think, is a significant upgrade for the Chargers. And I know and, Danny loves Herbert, so he can't argue that pick. Yeah, I feel like Danny was going to go there. Yeah, I, I, I was going to take – I'm shocked that I didn't get one of those two guys, frankly. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not think that that's what Pony uh, was going to do. So I'm a little disappointed. Um, I will – Man, so that 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 throws me for a little bit of a loop. What <laughs> and, I... <laughs> and for a man that did zero prep, it really throws you for a loop because you don't have a plan B written down right now. Yeah, I have, well, listen, I have nothing written down, obviously, but i I'll take the I'll say I'll take the name that I think that what hurt what hurts did was real. I agree. The passing touchdowns goes up, and obviously, there's a small injury here, but. He's got a real shot to lead the league in rushing touchdowns again. He's unbelievable as a short yardage yeah. runner. I will take Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, for pa- for passing touchdowns, obviously he would not be off the board for another two rounds probably. But the rushing touchdowns is what I'm banking on. I don't there. know about that, Danny. I think he'll throw close to 30 this year. He should. If he throws for 30, I, I think I just have a – I got a great pick. He was, he, what, had... he was 22? 22 last year, right? Yeah, 22. Yep. It's a Wait, big for... year for Hertz in that, like, if he has another year like he just did, then he is going to be conventional wisdom, going to be mentioned in the top five quarterbacks in football. Correct. Like, this, this is a I significant think he season. Is. Yeah, arguably, yes. Yeah, I'm fine with that pick. All right. So I've got two here. Like, is that just a giant letter M behind you, by the way? Did you it do is. that like shop class in eighth grade? <laughs> I went shopping to like one of those like home goods or whatever kind of places a few years ago with a female friend of mine here. And, and she said, uh, just get the letter in your first and last name. That'll really bring the room together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was before I even lived in this particular place. But yeah, the, the big block M was a key feature for me. All right. There's one that makes me nervous just because he did not play well last season. 
And now I feel like we're getting to the level where you got to start taking uh, chances on various guys. Uh, here's the first thing I'm going to do. Mike, uh, getting that level, it's your second pick. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But you, you got the guys there's, who are like more locks. here than Mahomes. <laughs> you have eight rounds after this one. Like I expect. <laughs> That's a good point. It's in a scary thought. You know what? I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence. Uh, more. I don't know if there's a surprise this early. 25 no, passing touchdowns last season. Him. So it's at the Herbert level. Plus more rushing touchdowns than you think. Like on the top of your head, he had seven last year. I don't know if he's going to replicate that, but he's such a big guy that you could see him like within three to four yards in just with the raw size quarterback sneaks. You know, he scrambles around. Yeah. beats a linebacker just with the raw size. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence as my first pick in the snake portion. So that is based on upside. He has good receivers. Uh, it's a lousy division. Mike, you're, you're preaching to acquire here. Danny and I, I mean, we yeah, both love you're big guys. I mean, this is a, I don't know of any anti-Trevor Lawrence football podcast. If they are, um, I haven't heard one. I mean, he's honestly like, I would say uh, after Mahomes, he doesn't get criticism like the other top tier quarterbacks do, Danny. No, I mean, the thing that I think about Lawrence though, like he still makes some baffling turnovers. Yes. Like, Like he's got, he's got some Josh Allen in him. Where yeah, now he's going to get Ridley and he's going to get a second year in that offense. I mean, right. Well, like, that's the thing. Like the, the natural arm talent might be best in the league other than Mahomes. He's he, he, he looks the part he can make every throw on the field with ease. So he, his ceiling is limitless. All right. With this next pick, I'm going to take a bit of a chance. I'm going to go with the logic of, we saw a little bit, a little bit of this with Brady in Tampa, then Matt Stafford the following season. Damn I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Damn it. So <laughs> Rodgers last season uh, in a down year through 26, like an admittedly down season. You look at the Jets' weapons. I know I'm not like breaking any new ground here, but Wilson's an excellent player. They have different kinds of players. Like Lazard's a bigger target, as is Corey Davis. They have a couple of tight ends who, if they play, you know, with their heads screwed on, provide some options. I also think with Brees Hall maybe not being 100% early, in the red zone, they lean pass as opposed to run. The concerns are obvious. The age, decline, the offensive line has a bunch of questions. But I'll say Rodgers, I mean, he like he seems like a guy who got out of a bad marriage. He's excited. He's going to all these different New York events. Uh, he is obviously happy to be in a new work environment. He has good weapons around him. He's comfortable with the offensive coordinator. Even in a, a very down season last year, he had 26. I'm not going to get anything on the ground, which is a concern, but I will take the chance and go with Rodgers. I love your team. I think you've got three great picks. Yeah. I, so all so three Mike, of those guys could throw 40 touchdown passes this year, Mike. And, and Mike's a Jets fan. I, I was thinking about just for the game theory part of it. Mike, if I would have taken Rodgers in the second round, were you going to take Hertz? I guess I probably I probably would have. If okay. you had done it, if you if you had done it that way, I probably would have gone in that direction. Okay. This Jets season, by the way, terrifies me because of the expectations going in. Terrifies oh my me. God, you are like these Jets fans are the most self-loathing human beings on planet well, Earth. Mo- most Jets fans I know are actually excited about this season. I-, I have a long-held theory about football, and that theory is the best time to be a bad football team is Sunday, one p.m. Eastern. That is the best time to be a bad football team because you get buried under the avalanche 
of all the other games going on. The Jets will not have that advantage. If the Jets have a disappointing season this year, it's going to be like the Mets are right now. It's going to be front and center, and everybody is going to get sick of them by like the end of October because they're going to be on national TV like every other week. Yeah, Pony, M- Mike is also just a fatalist. Like he, he's, yeah, he he's is. Just like, he's a self, like <laughs> he doesn't want Michigan football to have expectations. He yes. doesn't want the Jets to have any expectations. Correct. He really doesn't like the spotlight. I, I, remember, I hate the spotlight. I remember watching, we were all in Vegas together that one uh, year back in 08 when Favre was the Jets quarterback and they were playing the Bengals who didn't have a win, Mike. And I think we had just lost, watched Michigan lose the day before with some like Harvard transfer quarterback. <laughs> that sounds right. And then, and the Bengals were winless and the Jets almost lost that game. And you, you were blowing a gasket there. You obviously weren't drinking. You had like Dunkin' Donuts at like <laughs> it know, was early o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. But. I, I just, I remember, I actually remember that day that we had like gotten breakfast at the MGM Grand at like one of those buffets. And somehow we found out that like Carson Palmer, somebody wasn't starting. And so we wanted to see if we could like, I don't even know how, this is before Twitter, right? So I, I, I keep thinking about that and, and trying to figure out how did we find out that Carson Palmer wasn't starting when we're just like sitting and eating breakfast. But I yeah. guess there was some way. There's a moment from that trip that I don't even feel comfortable bringing up from <laughs> – you know what I'm talking about, Danny? I think I do. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Mike brought a girl back and you took a condom out of your shoe. <laughs> I I have no comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lost it when that happened. Yeah. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get like one or two texts about this part yeah, of this that was, podcast. That was wonderful. Yeah. Um, uh, does, so, he, does Spencer need to edit that out, Mike? You let us know. No, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I have no reputation to uphold. I mean, I hate my team. Both of your teams are better than mine. I loathe everybody on my team, but he was fourth in the NFL in pass attempts. I think they're going to be awful. I think they're going to be trailing. I think they will have no running game, uh, and he'll throw a ton in a dome. I will take Kirk Cousins. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Not a good situation to be in. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your 
time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. There's options with quarterbacks with great receivers who you've been, like, talking up for months that I'm just shocked you just took Cousins. Well, I mean, listen, but just sheer volume of pass attempts. He was fourth in the league in attempts last year. Yeah, they they throw the ball. It feels so. like it feels to me like the floor is relatively high because you know they have talented receivers and they added Jordan Addison in the offseason. I um, like Addison in that role. I don't like. I told you before the draft. Actually, Danny, you were off for those shows. I said I loved him. I actually think on one of our podcasts, I might have project I might have picked him to the Vikings that was one of the things I actually got I got a lot of things right actually with the draft I don't know why I'm so <laughs> humble and modest about it they're but trying was, to do this they're trying to do this thing in Minnesota where they're clearly they're clearly trying to like compete while like reloading underneath the surface that seems to be the the like I'm, grand plan of Kweezy I mean I'm, Mensa. I'm starting to think I've went too far like when I look back at our draft last week Danny we really I mean, they were the last pick in the NFC North. We shat on them, which was not. They're not winning anything. Well, I mean, yeah, they might win a, seven games. Yeah, it was a Super Bowl draft. It was just pick a winner. So from that yeah, perspective, you, you I needed guess needed ceiling, right? Like yeah. for that draft. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a couple of big swings here. Love with it. these with these picks. Um, and if these guys get hurt, which they did last year, I'm screwed. If they play a lot of games, then I I think I'm back in contention here with Mike. I'm going to take Tua, and I'm going to bank on him staying healthy and with the receivers and Tyreek Hill paying off guys that he got into fights with and everything they're working out. And him having Waddle and Hill and putting up big numbers in that McDaniel offense again. And then at this point in the draft, because we're counting rushing touchdowns, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. I mean, I considered him with my back-to-back picks last time. And even though I'm not a Lamar Jackson lover by any means, and I'm curious about their offense and the direction it's going in with him saying pass more, run less, um, there's always the chance that he is like 10 rushing touchdowns and 25 passing touchdowns. And I just got a guy with my fourth pick who you can pencil in for 35, which when it's all said and done might be like the second or third highest total in the entire league. So I like the Lamar pick more than the Tua pick. Danny, I know you agree with that because you hate Tua's guts. I I don't. Well, like, I think that one of your guys is playing 12 games, you know? So as long as the other no. one has a stud season, you're fine. But if one guy plays 12 games and the other guy is mediocre, you but know. Do you think that's a good? I mean, but do you think that's a good bet? One of those two guys has a big year. I think yes. it is. Yeah, I do too. Right. I know. I, I and at this at this point in the draft, you it's a real balance of like, are you going for high floor, or are you going for 
for the guy that's going to win you the draft. And you just went for guys that are going to win you the draft and you had Herbert and Allen early. So, so I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I think I need more high floor guys, frankly, uh, because I hate my team. I feel like your team is all high floor. Cousins, Burrow. I mean, those guys are 30 touchdown a year throwers. Yeah. Um, Because I hate my, there's like, there's no, you're going to end up winning this because you're just like, so steady. This is like what happens in fantasy sports all the time. Right. The guy that bitches players, the guy that bitches about every one of his picks ends up winning. And the guy who brags about his draft the entire night finishes in last place, which do you guys still do fantasy football? I was roped into a league last year where I had to pay like some exorbitant amount of money. Okay, like what's exorbitant of- amount for a lawyer like yourself? What's exorbitant these days for you? What do you, <laughs> what do you, what do you think for me the definition of exorbitant? I, I drove to I, Dallas. It was, it was it was with fun five hundred. Like, I was going to say like, two hundred. <laughs> Danny Smoron, I think I paid like three hundred or like three fifty to be in this league. Like, why, why am I paying all this money? This is ridiculous. What is D- divided by 17 and you're paying 20 bucks a week? Yeah, Mike, come on. I should have thought of it that way. But even then, I, 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 I had the number one pick, which killed me because I had Jonathan Taylor. I ended up with Russell Wilson. So I'm dead in the water. Dead. Which, by the way, with Rodgers, do you think he bet the over or under on that number? <laughs> on Taylor I rushing? He, I think he bet the under. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah. Yeah, of well, if he bet the, if he bet the under, I feel like that's a that's a real that's a big issue. Oh, that's I why think I think he made such a big deal out of it when the story first came out. I think he's done. So can I, I ask? I, I I think I think I think I think he'll never be let back in. I it's I it's, it's 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 it. That's like the line in the sand that they have to draw. It's it's in, it's insider trading. And you know what? It. Until I heard that, because someone had actually messaged me before that story came out on ESPN. And it told me that the real deal was that he had made just small bets for a friend. And then I, I felt bad for him for a second. And I didn't feel bad for him, but I'm like, wow, what an idiot that he would do that. Like he wasn't actually trying to like do any kind of insider trading stuff. But then when I saw the Colts thing, it was only a thousand dollar bet. That's the other part Yeah, I know. Of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you ruined your NFL career for a thousand bucks. It's just, yeah, it's messed up. But I right, and, so- and dude, have you has anyone seen an explanation as to why these guys can't bet at the team facility run the I, I think that's a uh, to me, and I think other people like Mike Florio pointed out, I think that is a bad job by the union of negotiating for their players. I think it's a bad yeah, job. He said that uh, he said that on the air with us today, Mike. Okay. Exactly what yeah. you just said. That, that's poor. That's poor representation. Like I, I don't. Like I, I understand that the NFL wants to like really make these red lines and not have anything, no gray areas, basically. But I, I think that's a poor job by the union of like a negotiating, maybe and or educating their players because it seems like the education on this stuff is not as clear cut as we may think it is. But I do not subscribe to this idea that people like. Uh, Mad Dog Russo say that, oh, the NFL is hip- hypocritical for making all this gambling money and then having these suspensions. Like the money, the, do people realize the money the NFL makes, they split with the players? Yeah, that's they, exactly they, right. 
They split the money. Like it's yeah. not like the it's not like the owners just make the money and the players don't get any of it. Like there's a CBA. They split the money. That's how they got so much TV money because the networks knew they were going to get all the sports betting money. Yes, the I, the players see that money. I I like I agree with everything that you guys just said, but I don't get why the owners would want that rule either. But they want players suspended for betting on college football from the hotel on the road. Yeah, I agree with you on that, Dan. And it's it, it's it, it's just a dumb rule that no one benefits from. Yeah, and it's conf- like it's confusing. Yeah, like I can bet on college football, I just can't do it at the team facility or the hotel or the team plane. So you yep. fly into a city and then you're in your hotel for curfew before your game on Sunday. You turn on the TV. Oh wow. Boise State's kicking off against USC in an hour. I'll put a hundred bucks down on it, but I'm at the team hotel. So now I'm suspended for six games. That's idiotic. There's literally no defense of that rule. So I, I, I'm with the, I'm with the players on it. That one's insane. Uh, But the guy on the Colts did, he should never play football again. Um, All right. I'm trying to think about – so, Mike, you're after me for two, right? That yep. is correct. Yes. All right. Jared Goff's off the board. <laughs> High floor, no rushing, 29 touchdowns <laughs> last year. Best offensive line in football. Jamison Williams will be back after six weeks. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Gibbs will catch balls as a rookie and take him to the house. I know they've got a ton of running back talent, but they throw the ball. I like it. Yeah. Give me Jared Goff. You have – You've like the quarterbacks that in 1998 would have just thrilled people. Yeah. Dudes that sit in the pocket and can't friggin' move. Yep. That's right. All right. This puts me, I can't. Why was that your next pick? Is it my pick? Is it your pick? Who's pick? No, it's your pick, Mike. Your pick for two. It's my pick. Was that what you were going to do? Were you going to take golf? No, I was actually not going to take Goff. <clears throat> I'm not against the pick, but I, I was thinking like regression to the mean. He had a, you know, up last season, a player like that typically kind of swings back and forth. But I, I totally understand the logic of this. All right. I feel like I need to start taking some swings, but I can't, but I don't know if I want to take two swings. There's one player I'm thinking about, but I'm worried that it's going to be way too early to take this player compared to what you guys might do. But I think at least one of you likes this guy a lot. I'm also doing a cross-reference here of, like, (laughs) the odds on these guys. You know what? Why not? I am going to take Deshaun Watson. Okay. Is this way too early for Watson? I'll explain this, but let me ask that first. This is way too early? He is not the number one guy up in my queue right now for my next pick, but... Danny just recently made a queue. I'm (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But our I side our conversation on sports betting allowed for you to amass a very short list of players. I've got a queue now. I got okay. a queue. I'm guessing that Watson was nowhere near Pony's board at this moment. Yeah, I, I, I just, um, he's anathema to me. I would not have drafted him. I figure to win something like this, you got to take some chances here. And okay. I don't know if this is quite a make or break season for Deshaun, but I mean, I saw every game he played in 2020 here in Houston where he was great, like almost objectively great on a team that was just horrific. 33 touchdowns, 4,800 yards. I have the rushing upside as well. He has the full off season. I just, I, I understand that he had, he had the huge layoff and last season didn't look very good, but Deshaun Watson, like off the field problems aside was a very, very good quarterback for the first three years of his career. I mean, the guy is 
You know, he just he's going to turn 28 during the season. Like people typically don't fall off at this stage. And I'm just going to bank on the upside. I think that team has substantial talent around him. So I'll take that chance. So Watson will be pick number one. Uh, now I want to lean towards, I want to go to one of Danny's like high, high floor kind of scenarios. I took all of them. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you did take, yeah, all there's of like them. none of those guys left. Thanks to Danny. <laughs> there's like none of these people left. None of them left. All right. Let's scan here and analyze. <sighs> there's one guy. I, there's like people I actively don't want to draft. And yet Scanning it makes... and analyzing is the best part of the podcast. <laughs> I think it might be. You know what? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to take Derek Carr. And my logic is... I thought I was a shoo-in to get Carr on my team. This is a (laughs) shocking development right here. Here's what I'm thinking. my board, I can promise you that. All right, here's what I'm thinking. Playing in a dome, it is a very lousy division. Uh, He has, I think, pretty talented receivers. Uh, Michael Thomas, if you can ever get healthy, Alave's a stud. Uh, I just think, you know, you've got Kamara as a weapon out of the backfield. They added Jamal Williams. I, I just like the dome and the new, new environments. I feel like the pickings are starting to get slimmer. Let's roll with Carr in a fresh new situation indoors. He did play indoors last year. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that, that's different. That, that's a different kind of indoors. Hey, this is yeah. the Superdome. This is different. It's different. <laughs> Justin Fields. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that, you prick. I thought about him. Fields. There's my swing. There's my 30 touchdown pass upside. It would be the first time a Bears quarterback has ever done it. Not a swing at this point. That's just a very good. This is where he should get picked. It's just not reaching here at all. Well, I mean, right. Obviously, though, there is a low floor because. The passing game could still be broken. He there's a chance it doesn't work, and he could get hurt. But if he's healthy, he has a shot to be the MVP of the league if he's got a great year. So I do th- I do think this could be the pick that wins the league for me if he has 25 passing and 12 rushing, like a, a Jalen Hurts type season from last year, which I do yeah. think is in play. Well, then I'll do the same thing. I'll take Pickett here with this next pick. Because there's always a quarterback from year one to year two that explodes. And my bet is that it'll be him. And he'll go from seven touchdowns to something like 25 to 30. Even though his offensive coordinator is a complete loser. And terrible at his job. So I will take Kenny. And then my second pick will be another guy who... I just feel like because this is, again, a rushing touchdown draft, I'm going to roll the dice with Daniel Jones here. Yeah. Because I just feel like Dable puts him in situations where the dude might have 10 to 15 rushing touchdowns to go with another 15 to 20 passing touchdowns. So... I mean, I think he I think that whole team could take a big giant step back this year. But when you put the rushing touchdown element in there, Danny, I just think at this point, I mean, is it on the table that Jones is actually really good 
and takes even as a passer a big step? I think it is. I, I wouldn't bet on it, but I think it's possible with Dable's guidance in year two with him. And plus, I get the fact that he rushed for 700 yards last year, and I don't think that's going to change in this season. All right, so Ponies made six picks. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Tua, Lamar, Pickett, and Dable. Mike no, has- and Jones. And Jones, and Jones, excuse me, uh, with the Brian Dable logic. Mike has Mahomes, Lawrence, Rodgers, Watson, and Carr. I have Burrow, Hurts, Cousins, Goff, and Fields. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. I know who I know what you're doing here. Can you I do? just make the pick for you? <laughs> I think I, I think I do know who I'm going to take. Can I make the pick for you? I feel like you're going to steal my guy. Can I just oh. guess your pick? And sure. if I'm and if I'm wrong then, you know. Do you want me to do you want me to like type it out? Sure. Or do you trust me? I mean, I, I, of course I trust you. Okay, fine. I will, I will make my pick, but then you go ahead. I think you're taking Geno Smith here. <laughs> you nailed it. Geno! <laughs> yeah. Geno! Of course. Geno! Yeah. Like, yeah. if you haven't noticed, Danny loves Geno Smith. What's okay. not to love? A lot. Like, the way he plays so Danny, five so or six Danny, games of the season. Danny's got a couple of guys who can regress to the mean. Right? Goff. Becomes analytical mind, numbers game. Gino. Mike. Well, I mean, do you think Hertz is regressing? No, I, I didn't mention him, but well, I think Danny, the, 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 I don't think there's any way he is as, I mean, I would think it's unlikely as as many rushing touchdowns this yeah, year. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you gotta you gotta bank on him improving through the air, which is reasonable. But but yeah, these last two picks or two of the Wait last a minute, three Im- picks. improving through the air, he was fourth in the league in passing touchdowns last year. 
Yeah, but it was a low. It was a weird year for passing touchdowns. It was a weird year. Thirty. It was a weird year. Very weird year. Wait, you have him regressing with rushing, but not passing. He had (laughs) thirty passing touchdowns. Who did? Gino. Gino. No, I I was talking about Hertz. I actually got confused. Now it makes more sense. No, I was talking about Hertz passing touchdowns going up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, but 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 for this pick, Gino chucks the ball, man. Like, I th- like, interceptions don't hurt me. Yeah, but Pete's going to want to run with, like, they've got, like, five running backs they've invested in. He he loves that running game, and I'm Gino's going to regret. I'm going to make a prediction right now on this podcast. I think Geno Smith gets benched by Thanksgiving. For Drew Locke? Yes. That's depressing. But I, All right, I, I'll take that crazy. Bet. I'll take that bet. Will you give me five to one odds? That's not a prediction. <laughs> well, we didn't make, there's no, like, I, if I'm going to make a bet with you, I want a number on it. But right, that's just no. no. Well, if no you think bet. there's no chance of it happening, and the guy's going to have another big year, you should give me five to one. It's free money. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just let Gino win me this draft, and you guys can buy me a medium, medium rare steak. That hopefully you don't <laughs> send back more than once, a couple times. Yes. So is it me for two now? For two, yep. I'm, I'm actually excited. This may kill my draft, but I'm very excited for the picks I'm about to make. Uh, here's the and first one. And you've hated your early picks, which is weird. I wasn't sure about – the more I think about Derek Carr, the more I'm not sure about it. Uh, the first one, I was down on this guy coming in the last, like, 40 minutes, but now I've changed my mind a little bit. Dak Prescott. Okay. Here's he my logic. off my board because of McCarthy. <laughs> okay, that, that does worry me, but here's the thing. One year ago, as in 2021, Dak Prescott threw – for 37 passing touchdowns. Granted, it was the high watermark. But keep in mind, this is a team. They added Brandon Cooks, who, while he acted like a loser in Houston the last two years, is still a viable threat. Gallup, Cooks, Lamb is the top guy. They're going to have to throw the football. They finally got rid of Zeke, and I think Pollard being a better option will help him. I just think at this point in the draft, I actually am comfortable with the uh, with the floor of Dak Prescott here. So that's number I don't one. disagree with him at this point in the draft, Mike. Where you yeah. got him now. I mean, guys like Pickett and Fields went ahead of him. So I'm okay with him at this point. I, I'm i going to bank on a turnaround here. I am going to pick Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think that's the only other pick on the board that... I think I think after Russell Wilson... there It really a, drops off. There's a huge drop off here. I don't agree with that at all. Hmm. I mean, you you guys know the logic. You, you think you're about to pick someone who's going to have more passing touchdowns than Russell Wilson, Pony? I think I, I think I could pick two, but I don't know what you're going to do. But I think I could still take two. Yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, hmm. I feel like if he doesn't improve with this head coach, then his career might be basically over. They have talented receivers. Yes, Mike. I don't think you're going out on the limit saying that. I know, I know. I feel like I need to justify every pick I'm making. I don't know why I feel this way. No, but saying it's a make or break year from Russell for Russell <laughs> Wilson is a yeah, that's not going like anywhere. that's the most obvious thing that's been said here in the most 40 minutes. Yeah, he needs to be productive this year. And he could be. But my eyes tell me he was awful last year. I'm gonna take a guy who will have zero rushing touchdowns, but is two years removed from a Super Bowl, has an offensive wizard of a coach, yep. Yep. and when healthy has the best receiver 
in football, arguably. I'll take Matt Stafford. Okay. That makes sense. He was about my next guy on here. Danny, he was my next pick. You stole one of my two that I was thinking would have more touchdown passes than Wilson. See, that's fascinating. I I think I would take Russell Wilson over Matt Stafford for touchdowns this year. Just betting on like Sean Payton, diversity of weapons, a few rushing touchdowns. Yeah, but who looked better last year? Did Stafford look bad? I mean, he just, his team around him crumbled. He was no, hurt. He looks, he looks pretty bad. He had an elbow injury. He had he was averaging like one passing touchdown. I think he had 10 touchdowns in nine games. Yeah, he also had Cooper Cup get hurt, though. I don't know. I just think it was just a year you flush down the toilet after they win the Super Bowl. Are the Rams tanking this season? No. No, I think they're gonna I think I think they're a bounce back candidate, actually. I'm gonna bet they're over. Hmm. Um so this has put me in a quandary here. Because there's young quarterbacks and quarterbacks that I hate. But I'm gonna do I'm gonna make one pick here that I mean, if he plays 17 games and everybody thinks his coach is a genius, then this is tremendous value, and that's Purdy. Not a bad pick. Right? I mean, he's probably gonna play week one. And everybody think the system is amazing and it doesn't matter who plays in it. And he threw a ton of touchdowns last year. So I'll roll you, the dice on the dude. You guys have step. been really, you guys have been really on this story. I'll echo the idea that the sort of disappearance of Trey Lance should be a bigger story than people are making. Like if you would ask me, if you just come to me, like if, if, if we were hanging out at a, at a bar in like late January, early February, and you came up to me and you were like, Hey Mike, uh, what do you think the 49ers are going to do a quarterback in 2023? Like pretend this is after Purdy got hurt or right before I would have said, well, it's going to be a quarterback competition because it has to be because the guy was the number three pick in the draft and look at what they gave him to get him. Instead, it's been like the, you know, conventional wisdom. Like now Brock Purdy somehow became the default, which fascinates me. I, I want to book like the producer of NFL live. <laughs> and pitch him on this story. It, 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 it is insane to me. I don't really like if if I had a better relationship, if we had somebody who was a like a friend like Mike who was in San Francisco, I would put the person on the on the show to, right the second I'd FaceTime them in to talk about it. Because it is mind-boggling. That Lance also apparently has been like dangled out there to every team in the league, and they're like, nah, we're good. I, I would trade for him. I would trade for him if I'm a team that needed a quarterback with some upside. Of course. But also, like, what Schefter said on McAfee last week, I know I said it when, when Nick was on, but like, also didn't get any play. Like, that they traded up thinking it was Mac Jones, and then Kyle Shanahan fell for Trey Lance in the evaluation. So, the, the offensive wizard fell for the quarterback prospect, and now he's just been like, eh, yeah. forget about it. I'm good with Brock Purdy. It's bizarre. It's I mean, imagine no. trading three first-round picks to move up from Mac Jones. Like, I don't know if there's been a move like that in my lifetime of following professional sports. So I I'll take so – They'd, they'd so all be fired if the rest of the team wasn't so damn good. Yeah, so I'll and, take and Purdy. they weren't that good. 
I'll take Purdy and see where it gets me. Not, and I'm not a fan of his, but I'll just at this point. Yeah, yeah, no, it's reasonable. Take a shot. And then the other one I'll do is just Packers voodoo magic with quarterbacks and go with Love. Ugh. And can I get Jordan Love, Christian Watson, and the gang to get me 20-plus touchdowns now that he's the guy there and, like, looked good in a half against the Eagles and now the brain trust there is convinced that they struck gold again with a quarterback. It's not that long ago, by the way, where Love was in the same exact spot as Lance where it looked like Rodgers was going to play there into his 40s and Love was just going to die on the vine and teams could trade for him and nobody wanted to do it. So... I think I mean, it makes sense. And now that puts Danny in a very interesting spot because I think this is this is a throwing dart session for the rest of this draft. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the question that I asked right before the draft of like, it's not just who leads it, it's it's aggregate. Like you you need guys that are gonna start games. Yep. So I'll take Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, but start comes with the asterisk of is he going to play 17 games because he's made out of paper mache. Okay, but like the other guys on the board right now. Oh, no doubt, man. Yeah, they're, like, they're I would... like quarterback competitions. They're rookies. They might not play the whole year. They sure. play an injury-prone style of football also. Yeah. Like at yeah. least I know that this guy, when he plays – Averages like 1.8 touchdowns per game. And he's got you know Devontae I mean? Adams and he's got a coach that he gets along with for sure. Yeah, I think I think I think Garoppolo's like the only pick on the board here at this point. It's reasonable. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> no, I think it's a very I, I said that weird. I think it's a very reasonable selection here. How he many just, more he, picks do we have? Where are we at? I think we have three left per, or at least I think I have three left. Ugh. Because I've got seven. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, so you've got two. All right, two so I got here. two here. Oh my okay. god, we got all this is this is not good. Yeah, now, now we're really in the throwing darts. All right, all right, I'll reset it real quick. Mike has Mahomes, Lawrence, Rogers, Watson, Carr, Dak, and Wilson. I've got Burrow, Hertz, Cousins, Goff, Fields, Geno, and Stafford. Pony has Allen, Herbert, Tua, Lamar, Pickett, Jones, Purdy, and Love. So I have two picks here. Yes, sir. Okay. The first one, kind of like with the Garoppolo theory, I'm going to go with Mac Jones. They have to find out what they have in Mac Jones or don't have by January of 2024. Yep. So they added Mike Jasicki, who I like. They could add – I do. (laughs) Do you not like him? (laughs) I I just didn't expect I'd get an, an opinion on him. Uh, I know Juju's a little banged up. I added him. They could add Hopkins. Uh, it's funny to me, like Bill O'Brien's being treated there. Like he's basically Don Coriel because of what came before him. And I just think they got to figure out what they have in Mac. I don't think that, you know, uh, Bailey Zappi's going to play. So I'll go with Mac Jones first. Uh, and then I feel like I got to do a higher upside play because the only thing Mac Jones can do is basically play 17 games and somehow throw 25 passing touchdowns at, most uh i you know what i'm gonna go with bryce young here damn (laughs) i would have taken him okay here's my quick logic here i like frank reich i think he's a good coach 
Uh, you know, Thomas Brown got some head coaching interviews elsewhere. Receiving core is okay, I suppose. Marshall, Chark, uh, they did add Thielen. And that sounds Bryce, like a terrible receiving core. What are you talking about? <laughs> Marshall was was a pretty good player in college. Thielen's a nice veteran addition. <laughs> there's no one. The one's yeah, in Chicago. No one. <laughs> uh, they added Miles Sanders. There's no pressure. Uh, I, you know, Bryce, if he can stay healthy, I'm gonna. I, I just think I think Bryce is special. Uh, I like him a lot, and so it's always fun to have a rookie on your fantasy team or whatever. So I'm gonna go with him. Yeah, I would have taken him. Um, well, I guess I'll take Desmond Ritter. Okay, I know he's a starter. He's got what? Yep. We- he's got weapons. They probably are going to run the ball a lot. But if Bijan is Marshall Falk, that means he'll also catch some. He should be able to throw screen passes to Dome. And it's the Man, eight- there's been a lot of indoor stadium points made <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> yes. As if that just magically transforms <laughs> quarterbacks into good players. Good Love Lord. the indoor stadiums. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't make a passionate defense of Desmond Ritter here, but. You're not. You're not. But Good. Good. I'll, t- I'll take him. Go ahead, Pony. Take two quarterbacks. All right. So I am going to take Anthony Richardson with this next pick. And thank God for rushing touchdowns. And it just seems like everything that's come out of Indianapolis is that they're going to let him play this year. Immediately? That gonna get, yes. That they're going to give him a shot from day one. I don't Man, like that, that idea. That would be insane. I know because he's what thirteen starts in college. You, you um, look at his you look at his game logs at Florida, and they're just like so wildly up and down. Yep, completion percentage, t- yards, touchdowns, picks, all of it. I would agree with that, Mike. So he's my first pick. Then I've got it narrowed narrowed down to three other guys. That I would consider taking. But this is going to be my last pick. I don't have three in my queue. I can tell you that right so, now. <laughs> so here are the three guys. And here's the logic and why I'm going to narrow it down to one. I've got Stroud, Tannehill, and Kyler Murray still on my board. I don't know when Kyler Murray's going to play. So I'm going to cross him out. Tannehill, I think, is in a weird situation where it's going to require that the Titans getting off to a good start. Because if they don't, I think there's going to be pressure from ownership to play Levis there to see what he's got. So I think if I draft Tannehill, I might get five games. I might get eight games. If they're good, I get the whole season, but I don't want to bank on that. I just think even if healthy, he's probably not going to play the whole year. So process of elimination, I got to play. I got to take Stroud. I just think Stroud's going to end up among guys that I'm convinced are going to be starting quarterbacks this year. I think he's going to play the most games. So I'm going to roll the dice on him, even though I don't feel really good about the situation and what he might be able to do this year. But I think I'm going to get right. Mike. I mean, is he, he was the guy in my queue. I mean, yeah, he was there. 
is how many do you think he'll start week one? I think he has to start week one. Right. So I, then I don't think they can roll out Davis. I got Mills. a 17 week starter with my last pick. Yeah. And he does have, I know people are unsure about the situation, but one thing the one thing that CJ does have is he has two tackles who are I think I think it's one of the best tackle combinations in football, which should help him stay healthy. Because he's a pure pocket guy. So I think I think it's a logical selection. Obviously, the receiving core is about the weakest in football. Like his best target is probably his tight end Dalton Schultz, is what I would say. Ugh. Well, there was a guy that so so Stroud would have been my pick. Yep. But I would not have had the other guys on the board because of what you said. Kyle Trask is a zero. Yeah, but they're not <laughs> treating him like one there, which makes me nervous. That's why I didn't think about Baker. But, dude, he's a zero. Ba- ba- Baker is better than Kyle Trask. That was a bad second-round pick. Very uh, bad. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I, I am agreeing with, like, I, I will take Baker and say that he will be able to beat out Kyle Trask and they still have some receiver talent, and they'll be trailing in a ton of games. And if he stays healthy, he might have 17 touchdowns this year. So I'll take Baker Mayfield simply by – like I think if he was on any other team in the league, he'd probably lose out in a quarterback battle at some point. But I don't think there's any scenario in which he's worse than Kyle Trask. So I'll take Baker. Mike, I'm, I'm going to finish Mr. it Relevant. out. Yes. So I don't know if I was going to go in this direction, but Pony's logic on Stroud versus Tannehill convinced me that I'm going to go with Sam Howell here to finish out. Like if you're the Washington commanders uh, going into this season, well, they'll have the ownership change. They got to figure out what they have or don't in Sam Howell. There's zero point in playing Jacoby Brissett. So second year quarterback. And I, I think objectively you look at the talent around him, like, they got receivers. McLaurin is a legitimate number one. Dotson's the legitimate starter. They still got Samuel. They got a couple of good running backs. Um, offensive line seems okay. I'll go with Sam Howell under the idea that they got to figure out what they have in him, which means more starts, which means more possible touchdown passes. And he's a good athlete too. I don't really understand why Brissett signed there. Like I didn't get that you- either. When you like, this is kind of like we're 58 minutes into this, so I can feel I feel okay making this point at this juncture of the podcast. Like, if you're Brissett, I like, or I, let me actually flip it. I don't understand why Washington would want Brissett. Like, if you if you sign Brissett, he was good enough last year in Cleveland, where I would think if I'm Howell, I'm looking over my shoulder. Whereas if Brissett had signed with like the Colts or the Panthers or somebody like that, he could have started at the beginning of the year. You could have looked at how it went with him and then made a decision off of how he played. When do we put Anthony Richardson in? When do we put Bryce Young in? Whatever. Instead, you have a late round quarterback who has a semi-productive quarterback behind him and a coach who might feel like, screw it, like, I know that Brissett's probably better than Howell, and I'm not going to be patient here. So that's just, to me, a recipe for disaster. 
I'm sorry, I dozed off when you were talking about Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> I, no, I think Pony raises a good point. Like there are teams that have injury questions with their starter, to where Brissett played well enough in those first what six eight games in Cleveland, it would have made more sense for them to sign him and for him to sign at some place like that. He's a he's a plus backup quarterback in this league that can be valuable at times. Well, he might even be one of the 30 best quarterbacks in this league. He was last year. He definitely was last year. All right. So if Pony, he's, it, in, and if he's in Seattle, I think he puts up better numbers than Geno Smith. Okay. This year. <laughs> my, my sixth round pick. Yes. All right. I think that Twitter is going to like Mike's team the best, Pony's team second, and my team third. And I think you guys... <laughs> Going to be buying me steak dinner. <laughs> Pony had Allen, Herbert, Tua, Lamar, Pickett, Jones, Purdy, Love, Richardson, and Stroud. I had Burrow, Hurts, Cousins, Goff, Fields, Geno, Stafford, Jimmy G, Ritter, and Baker. Mike had Mahomes, Lawrence, Rogers, Watson, Carr, Dak, Wilson, Mac Jones, Bryce Young, and Sam Howell. Mike, thanks for being on the show, man. Mike, I enjoyed appreciate it. you, brother. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Pony. I appreciate it. And thank you for listening. We know you're a listener. I'm a big listener. I, I will, I'm not quite like Nick, but I will text you guys my very random thoughts on different things that you guys say. <laughs> Always appreciated. Thank you to Spencer Ray, our producer. Tell a friend. First and pod. Peace. Peace.